Hello and welcome. My name is Kyle Nielsen, and this is How You Level Up, a podcast where I ask questions to help you become your best self. Today we ask, what is commitment? What is consistency? We're going to look further at the research of Dr. Robert Cialdini's Principles of Persuasion, this time looking at commitment and consistency. This is the idea that people are more likely to follow through on a behavior if they have already committed to it in some way. Let's look at how commitment and consistency are used all around us. Like we've touched on before, marketing and advertisements seek to encourage customers to make purchases. When a company offers a free trial of their product, the hope is that the customer who uses the product will likely continue using it once the trial period is over. The customer has already committed to trying the product, which means that they've been told, or maybe they told themselves, this is a product I would use, so let me try it. Or the customer has said, I'd like to take advantage of this free trial because I'm going to get the product anyway, though let me save some money along the way. In the same way that when customers who had previously purchased a product were much more likely to buy it again than those who had never tried it before. These customers have told themselves, this is a product that I purchased because I like it. So when they're in the store, again, with multiple options in front of them, they're going to pick up the one that they've already tried because they like it. Once a person takes a stand or agrees with a stance, the need to remain consistent will pressure folks to bring what they felt and believed into line with what they have already done, in this case, using a product. Humans have a nearly obsessive desire for consistency with what we have done and will do. The reason for this is that when we are consistent, our commitments grant us a very appealing luxury. We don't have to think about the choice anymore. If you make a commitment to wake up early every day, whatever early means for you, the beginning part is hard because it's not consistent with what you have done in the past. And once you've gone a week or two, it becomes easier and easier because of your consistency, because of your forming of a habit. This is what a habit is. It's consistency with commitments. Every habit you have was a commitment you made at some point. It could have been a conscious or unconscious commitment, though you made it nonetheless. Of course, we're not always aware of the habits until someone points them out to us, which loops us back to the appealing luxury of not having to think or make a choice anymore. Your habits are slightly removed from your conscious, deliberate decision-making thoughts. They are your heuristics. And for persuaders, Hijacking this heuristic behavior, this habit, this need to be consistent, can be pretty simple. If someone can get you to make a commitment, they will have set the stage for your automatic and ill-considered consistency with that earlier commitment. Research has shown that people are more likely to be consistent when there are social pressures. For example, when people make a public commitment to taking environmental action, they were much more likely to follow through on that commitment 
than those who did not make a public commitment. Once a choice is made, an individual will encounter personal and interpersonal pressure to behave consistently with that commitment. Of course, people behave more consistently with a commitment when they freely choose it, which is also aligned with our distinction of persuasion, which is to deliberately shape a person's thoughts via communication while respecting their autonomy. The 19th century American philosopher Ralph Waldo Emerson wrote a wonderful piece called Self-Reliance, and in it he said, To continue to act in a consistent manner in the face of discrediting data is foolish in a number of ways. What Emerson is pointing out here is that when someone is acting consistently with their previous actions, and at the same time inconsistent with their beliefs, you can draw attention to that hypocrisy. Researcher Dr. Daniel O'Keefe, who we previously discussed in Part 0 of 7, Persuasion, tells us that to induce feelings of hypocrisy, this is a strategy for tapping into our consistency needs, leading to persuasion. Examples of this are when a politician advocates for strict immigration policies and is found to have employed undocumented immigrants, or when a celebrity speaks up on a social issue and then engages in behaviors that perpetuate that same issue, or when a corporation promotes itself as socially responsible and is found to engage in unethical practices. Or when religious leaders preach about the importance of honesty and are caught in a lie. Pointing out these hypocrisies can lead to a change in behavior. It's safe to say then that the job of a persuader is not only to create or modify an attitude, it's to prompt the person they are influencing to behave in accordance with their current attitude. On a smaller level, Between you and another person you observe acting in a hypocritical way, you could say something to the effect of, I'm seeing some inconsistencies with attitudes and beliefs here. Here's my understanding of the matter, dot dot dot. Is that correct? This will give the person an opportunity to clarify what you observed, or it will give them a moment to think about how they can act consistently with their commitments moving forward. We will emphasize here that this is not an I got you moment. It's an opportunity for the person to acknowledge the hypocrisy, which doesn't feel good, and then adjust accordingly. It is always best practice to allow people the space to save face. The principle of commitment and consistency is a powerful tool for persuading and influencing others. Think for a moment about what commitments you've made to yourself, your friends, the world. What does you being consistent with those commitments mean you do in different situations? By understanding how commitment and consistency work, you can use this principle to your advantage. You can even change the way that you engage with your world. And you can know when you're being taken advantage of. In fact, to recall the last time you were persuaded by this principle, ask yourself, when did I perform an action I didn't initially want to perform? Or when did I purchase something I didn't really want to purchase? But I did so because I told myself, this is who I am.
Thank you for listening to another episode. If you're enjoying the show, open up the app you're listening to this on and hit the like or subscribe button and give a five-star rating. At least twice a week, you'll find a new episode asking you a new question so you can strengthen your emotional independence, improve your communication skills, and upgrade your personal philosophy. So if there's a question you'd like me to dive into next, send it to any of these social media accounts connected in the show notes here. This is all about how you level up.